but from an Asian nation, I want to say like Japan maybe, but I'm forgetting. Um, but they came to be missionaries in Tanzania and they ministered to um, people with a heritage from India, but they had like lived in Tanzania for a while, for generations. So um, there was two services I ministered, a Hindi service and an English service in Tanzania. So that was wildly prophetic. Um, that that's where I started and received impartation and I even ministered at his church before and then this was the first nation I, I ministered at with a revival is now event. Um, but even with the devil attacking so much, trying to stop me, stop the ministry, God increased, increased the open doors, increased the nations and um, increased the anointing. I saw an increase even in the anointing. The power of God moved more mightily this year, progressively. So I thank God for his faithfulness and for him continuing his work and increasing it amidst the devil's attacks. Victory always is with Jesus. Amen. And, um, but how to access supernatural strength, my second point. So, um, so the year prior, revival started breaking out at Fivefold Church May 30th, 2021, when 300 people came. And then a few months later, in August, I started traveling to different states, like every week. So, but 2021, it was just traveling from like end of August, September to January. So this was the first year, 2022, where the entire year, I went almost every single week traveling. And 10 of, 12 of these trips were international trips. And of course, those are so much more tiring, um, the travel. We had some long flights, like 24-hour trips or more to Brazil, to Tanzania, to Dubai, to um, Europe wasn't as, as long, but they were still long, like Switzerland and Netherlands and London. Um, and where else did we go? Um, Greece and Canada, and um, Germany, and South Africa. That was the long, long, long flight. But anyways, like, wow, we would get, Chantal and I would travel, and we'd minister, I'd minister, <coughs> and we would come back to Los Angeles every single Sunday for church on Sunday at Fivefold Church, every single Sunday. And so this was a stretch of your physical strength and your mental strength like never before to travel like that, especially internationally. It was a stretch um, domestically, but the longest flight you're gonna have domestically is like six hours, or if you have a layover, it could be like a 10, 12 hour day. But we're talking like, um, economy a lot of the time too like those like very uncomfortable seats for um 30 something um hours it was a stretch it was it stretched me but this point here how do i learned how to access supernatural strength so many people ask me like how do you do it how do you like have so much energy you always have energy at the events you minister at how do you do it how is it possible and I'll tell you this, it's only possible with God. If I maintain that schedule, like not following God, it could not, there's no way it could happen. I experienced how it was supernatural. 
And what it is, is the joy of the Lord is my strength, is your strength. So um, to minister is what gives me the most joy in the whole world. To be doing what God has called me to do and to see people encounter Jesus eyes open up to his love be delivered from bondage of the devil be healed be... there's no greater joy than witnessing that before your eyes there's no great just witnessing it and the fact that he's moving through me is just humbling but to just witness that is the greatest joy it's my favorite thing in the world Fav i would choose that over anything you know like that's what makes my, me full of joy more than anything. And so there's some people that ask me after the events, are you tired? And um, very few times am I tired. The only times I'm tired is if, and this, these are few because it's revival and God is bringing his hungry people. But the few times of ministering where I feel tired afterwards is if people aren't hungry or if the hunger isn't as much. Because you cannot force the anointing to come the anointing, it's like when you're a vessel, you carry anointing and it's the people's job to be hungry and grab it, to pull it out. God is a gentleman. God is gentle. God does not force himself. And so that, that's how he works with releasing his power, releasing his miracles, flowing through his vessels. If people are not hungry, if they're not reaching, then there's going to be a much tinier flow of anointing but the hungrier you are if you're pulling on the anointing if you're coming so hungry if you're coming with faith if you're coming desiring to receive a touch from god be healed be delivered and this applies to watching online all of you the more god's power will flow out of you the more he will move that's a principle and so when you're a vessel and you there's not as much hunger there's not as much faith it can feel tiring because and grieving, grieving mostly, because you like know what's possible for the people and you want them to just hunger so they can receive what God wants for them. And so there's almost a burden that comes upon a minister of like, come on guys, like, like trying to lift, come on, lift. There's a, there's a burden that comes on when as a vessel, we should just be a vessel and just easily allow God to flow with not putting effort, because God is so powerful and we're just vessels. So those are the only times, and they're very few, of, of me feeling tired after a service. But most of the time, I feel the most energized ever in my life immediately after ministering, because the joy of the Lord is my strength, because the joy that comes from seeing people touched by God like that, um, and that like heaven on earth, hundreds, thousands chanting the name of Jesus, praising him genuinely from their heart, heaven on earth. It's so much joy that comes upon you. And the joy of the Lord is your strength, meaning when you are experiencing the real joy of the Lord, that joy that comes from serving him, from being in his presence, from witnessing him move, it brings you a supernatural strength. It's supernatural. It, it's, people without God can't access it, 
but it's a strength that doesn't make sense. Energy from your spirit to your soul, to your body, to your physical strength. And so um, I've, I was able to access supernatural strength from God this past year more than I ever had in my life. And it just shows me that with God, all things are possible. That um, God calls you to do something you don't think you can do. If he called you to do it, he will provide a strength that you've never experienced before. It's exciting. <laughs> you don't need to um, worry. How will I be able to do this? If God called you to do it, he's going to give you strength, energy, supernatural to be able to do that. And so um, it wasn't always easy. There was definitely times where it was just I had to rely on God's strength because I physically felt tired before ministering, like Sundays especially because we come back on Saturdays. There was those times, but every time I saw God come through, if I was feeling tired before service, as soon as I began to minister, I experienced God's power flowing through me and giving me supernatural energy and strength. So, um, yeah, I mean, God's supernatural strength is amazing. And that's only something you can experience when you serve him. When you serve him, this is where this comes from. Serving God is the best. And so I've learned that God, like, he has so much work that he wants us to do. We're called to be um, laborers, laborers in the kingdom. There's so much work and we can't be wimpy about it. We need to go to work. We need to work hard, work with excellence and know that God is giving us strength and energy. If he calls you to do something where you're like, but how will this be possible? How will we able to do this? Don't even think, just do. Just do what he says and he will amaze you with how he gives you the supernatural strength and makes a way to do everything. I took on more this year than I ever had. I started filming a TV show that's on CTN, which is the Christian television network in Houston, Texas, that, that um, comes out every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Time. And I, then I put it on my YouTube channel um, a couple of days later. But um, I, I had to film my own and edit my own uh, TV shows, episodes. And that was adding like seven hours to my day every week when I didn't think I had any more moments left in the week but God surprised me and I remember it was such a stretch at first I remember being like how will I be able to do this this is a stretch but I saw like God just make a way I sometimes it meant more of a sacrifice I would be I remember several times after church immediately finishing ministering at Fivefold Church go straight to the airport being tired because the Saturday before I just came back from somewhere and um be Sometimes on Saturday evening, I would even have to film my episode and be tired. There was one time where I was so tired filming, but I just did it and you can't even tell I'm tired in it. It's miraculous. <laughs> and so just coming back from, uh, going straight to the airport from church and getting on the plane and being like, I have to edit. Immediately going and having to edit the TV episode and being tired, but just doing it. And the reward is seen people be blessed by the tv show by the episodes i praise god it is worth it and um god will do these things he will stretch you because he wants to increase your capacity he
he wants you he, he there's really more that we can that we that we can do that we don't think we can we don't need to hold on to our routines and our um amount of time that we watch TV or you know we don't need to hold on to these things we need to let go every single part of our life and make every single second of every single day belong to God and every single second of every single day our purpose is to be a servant of God we are a servant that's who we are and so when you come with that heart God will amaze you with all that he's able to entrust you with and all of the work you're able to do for him for his kingdom. Amen. And the last lesson I want to share with you that I learned was that closed doors can be your blessing. Closed doors can be your blessing. So I experienced like at Fivefold Church, we've been in the park, we went to six parks. We've been to six parks, um, five this year, no, four this year, but six parks. We've been out in the parks doing services every Sunday and even some Fridays in the very beginning in 2020 for two and a half years for um, more than 150 services, six parks total, been four parks this past year. It was never our desire to to hop around different parks, but there were closed doors. But God allowed those closed doors because he wanted to <coughs> send us other places for his purposes and also to refine us, to refine me, to refine us. Um, he, never, he, he never wants you to get too comfortable somewhere because he wants you to constantly grow and we I experienced we experienced this at Fivefold Church where that was something he was doing in us is, is not wanting us to get too comfortable refining us more so we could grow more um, and be so receptive to his to his spirit leading go here go here go here but every time that we changed to a new park it was because of a closed door but I I was learned I learned from God that he will allow attacks from the enemy closed doors because he wants to push you somewhere else. That's, I mean, that's many times how he chooses to speak. Many times he, that's how he chooses to speak. Closed door, we look to him. What now, God? He says, here, open door here. And that's how he directs. Um, it's, and it, and it's like this, it's like he's doing a, two things in one. He's directing us somewhere else, but he's also refining us to trust in him when that closed door comes. So um, we've had a lot of trials at, um, at the, in the parks. Like um, we were having a permit at um, Pan Pacific Park where the revival broke out for a long time. And just out of nowhere, just this like, we, the favor was just like, there was like a closed door for the person that wanted, that, uh, that would give us permits. It's like, there was ways the devil was working, like um, uh, a person would come after our service and do a yoga and new age service, very new age service. And like she, that, that group, that person didn't like that we were there and they wanted their, theirs at a certain time. And so there was constantly that conflict. Um, 
And so that person would then complain a lot and then we to the to the um person at the park that would give us permits and we would experience the enemy come in other ways maybe like because deliverance sometimes there's throwing up saying that people were throwing up and it's COVID times things like this you know so it's almost like the, the person got tired maybe of um complaints or something or what for whatever reason they just didn't want to um, rent to us anymore and they ended up just l letting us know this like out of nowhere midweek when we were in the middle of the week when we had already announced that we would have churches always on Sunday at Pampasica Park and so as we had announced it to everyone and we didn't have a permit somewhere else we were just like well we're just gonna go and have service here it's, it's a public park you know it's okay it's not that big of a crime you know <laughs> um, and before then it was first come first serve anyways so we went and we had service and the person at the park who didn't want to give us permits anymore just suddenly called the cops on us. And um, I remember that was on Chantal's birthday and she had to deal, she was amazing. She had to deal, talk to the cops and everything. And there was a whole bunch of trials that day. And from, so from there we moved to um, Griffith Park, one area. And as soon as we went there, we were trying to get permits and it was just like they weren't, the, the, the park people weren't picking up the phone or calling, calling, emailing. And it's just like, Permits just weren't a priority, I guess, you know, because I, I think maybe it's rare for there to be big groups asking for a permit. So maybe they just don't want to respond. They don't want to deal with it. I don't know. But we just felt we just faced a lot of um, trials in that area. And so when they weren't responding, we had to keep having church. So we would just go. We just came and then someone would complain that we have a speaker microphone. So the park rangers were called and this was the day I had lost my voice completely and they they came the park rangers came and said you have to turn your microphone completely off only because one person complained and I was, we were like can we please just turn it low like please I, I, I was talking like this that day like <laughs> um and uh what happened was we just I, I I didn't I didn't want the work I've got to stop because people couldn't hear because there was a significant amount of people there hundreds of people there so if there was no mic they couldn't hear me and I with my voice especially so I just did it anyways and God's favor was was upon us and they didn't stop us it was fine um, and then we then went to another area of Griffith Park and still we're trying to get permits trying to get permits and no response and. So we're just like, well, God's favor's upon us. We're here. It's okay. And um, eventually there was someone who would call complain and park rangers would come, would say, you can't, you can't be here without a permit. We tell them we're trying to get permits. Just, just a lot of trials that we, we had to face. Um, then we moved to uh, Lesion Park, where we've been for almost a year now. And about nine months later, we just started facing similar these attacks, these just people calling for complaints, and um, then we got a permit there, but then they said you cannot have services on the holidays, so we had to find a place for Thanksgiving, and we couldn't get a permit in time, and we went to another park, and it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot of trials amidst us traveling all the time, and um, but we could see that whenever God would close the door at one park, he was leading us, he wanted us at another park. So, and we could see that, we could see that there would be this tension, this conflict, and then, like, that was the closing door, 
And then when we went somewhere else, there would be favor of God, amazing favor of God. But as time would go by, then there would be like conflict, this closing of door. And so <clears throat> recently there was that um, just we couldn't have we couldn't do holidays there. They were, char they were charging us so much, like didn't make sense. It was just, it wasn't right. Um, and then God was speaking. Now is the time I want to move you to a building. And so that's actually what started the um, search for a building where we are now, where we, ha where we have a space now. And um, it, it happened from like a closing of a door. And so um, that's what I learned this year, that closing doors can be your blessing. So like that closing door many times comes in like, man, this is annoying. Why is this happening? Where's the favor of God? It's great here. Why, why is this happening? I want to stay here. It's great here. I remember even like Elysian Park, it was just kind of our favorite place, amazing shade. And it was just big open space, not near like... We were just, it was amazing. And I remember feeling that like, why? It was, why is this conflict happening now? You could feel that way. But then to see that God has so much greater. He is so much greater. So when you start finding you're in this area of your life and you've experienced the favor of God and it's been a blessing and it's so good. But then there's all of a sudden this conflict happening. Sometimes it is actually a closing of a door that God's allowing so he can take you to someplace greater. So he can take you to someplace far greater than the blessing you're at now. That's how I feel now with this building. I feel like I'm so grateful to God that he had closed that door for his perfect leading because this was his way of moving us to the greater blessing. Amen. So that, that is a lesson for you to hear God's voice. One of the ways that God is speaking in terms of direction, that's a big one, a big way he will speak to you when he wants to shift you somewhere, when he wants you to start looking for something, looking for a new job maybe, look for a new apartment maybe. Um, he wants you planted at a different church maybe. There will be this conflict, this closing of a door. Be sensitive to that. And this may be a time where God wants you to open your eyes and start looking. Just keep your eyes open for that open door that he has for you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <coughs> Praise God. What an amazing year 2022 was. A year of God's faithfulness. A year of going glory to glory a year of revival growing and expanding across the world and a year of victory over the devil's attacks and schemes. Hallelujah. I am so excited for 2023. So excited. I see 2022 as such a preparation year. As a, um, <clears throat> I see it as there were battles to go through. There were tests to go through. Final tests before entering the promised land because 2023 is the year that the promise will come to pass. The promise will be fulfilled. So before that, there has to be a test before that to get in there. So um, I am so excited. This is going to be a year of the vindication of God, 
of um, God making you to forget your sorrows from the past, making you to forget all the the heartbreak and all the trouble that people caused you. This is the year where he'll cause you to forget that because the blessings will be so much greater and will just be all consuming. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait for revival to expand like never before. It's going to be a growth of revival like we have not seen exponential growth and more of God's anointing and many, many, many more open doors for God to reach his people who have not found him yet, who are still bound. This is the year for him. Many, many open doors to open up and this revival to spread. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for all you did this past year. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the lessons learned. Thank you for that there was change, that there was growth. It was not a year of stagnancy, but it was a year of growth, growing in faith, growing in wisdom, growing spiritually. Thank you, Lord, for all the open doors you opened up for this revival to reach so many more nations and places across the world. Thank you, Jesus, for every miracle you have done. And thank you, Jesus, for all that you will do in 2023. We are excited. We are expectant. And thank you for fulfilling your promises to us this year. Hallelujah.